Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Hope everyone had a nice weekend. Really pleasant weather continues, so that's enjoyable. It's Carmen and Yurk. We'll cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up in about 90 minutes. Courtney is in for Sylvie today. Bleck and Abdallah tonight until 8. So lots of local programming. All right, new segment time. Lunch Rush. Explain, Abdallah. All lunch, right, so we're going to go. Rush. It's lunch. People are in a, in a rush at lunch. That's what they call it in the restaurant industry, if you've seen uh, The Bear or any other former uh, show about uh, restaurants. I repeat, this is not. This is called the Lunch Rush. This is not Abdallah's A-list. This is not Muslim musings. I like Muslim musings, though. Yeah, but I these really aren't my musings. I'm giving musings you guys news. Muslim, I like I'm it. I'm giving you guys news. This is not like just me riffing about you know the eight movies I watched this well, weekend. I kind of like that. Actually. What it's like to take a 14 month old to the aquarium for the first time. Oh, uh, that's, that's always yes. fun. Yes, I so, saw some stuff on social. So that's yeah. good. So yeah, that was fun. Uh, no, so we will start with some news uh, with Justin Fields and the Steelers specifically. Okay, Gary Dulak of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Long-time scribe, it looks like. He's very gray and wrinkled. Uh, so I assume he's been there for a long time. Said that the Steelers are leaning towards bringing back Mason Rudolph and having wow. Mason Rudolph compete with Kenny Pickett. And at the very end of the article, oh boy, it says that the Steelers are not interested in bringing in a quarterback who wants to be a starter. That would include Justin Fields mm. and Kirk Cousins and probably even Russell Wilson. Could they just be uh, playing the game like, no, we're not interested. You know, I mean, is this just part of the game? It could be part of the game. Because last week, they, because of the Schefter report, they looked desperate for Justin Fields. And so this is the rebuttal. This is the Steelers side. Like, what are you talking about? We're, we're going to bring back Mason Rudolph. We're good. We got, uh, what do they call him, Duck? What's his nickname? Mason Rudolph? Yeah, what do they call him? Don't they call I him the... No he's got a, duck? What, doesn't he have a... <laughs> he's got a goofy nickname, doesn't he? I, I have no idea what you're talking Chuck about. Wagon? Chuck wagon. Now we'll get to that whole thing. They later. call him reindeer or something. What do they, they call him? They call him something. He had a. I thought he had a like a weird <laughs> I, nickname. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. This is the Steelers trying to throw everybody off the scent now. I think that's what they have to do. They didn't like the chef right. report. That's what they have to do. I Tom mean, they're on the building. I'm like, dude. Keep your mouth shut. Just the stuff I tell you, don't tell the whole world I like Justin Fields. The Steelers are still the favorite if you're gambling on that kind of thing. They're minus 120. The Bears are plus 175. The Falcons are 4 to 1. The Patriots are 7 to 1. Patriots are 7 to 1. And the Raiders are nowhere to be found. The Raiders are 14 to 1. I kind of cut it off at the before you get into the The 14, 21, like that kind of thing. I but just they're think, still the favorite, all right. I think they, they put that out there to settle some Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph nerves. No, guys, we're not interested. Right. No. We're just being complimentary of people around the league. Can't really comment on individual players who are not free agents, mm. right? You've got to keep well, your mouth shut. No, they can't do that. Yeah, you got to keep your mouth shut. So I think that's just him being complimentary to everybody out there. Right. We don't know what their interest is yet. Yeah, I, be I, real. I wouldn't cross the Steelers off. Yeah. That's what I would say. All right, we'll stay in the I'll NFC North. Justin Jefferson wants a new contract. Mike Florio reporting uh, over the weekend and talking last week um, that the holdup is not the money, but the structure of the deal. The Vikings ownership has a, quote, rule with contract extensions in which they will only fully guarantee money in the first year that the contract is signed. The exception is quarterbacks. 
And Je- Justin Jefferson then has a rule, too. Yeah. That any team that has that stupid rule is a team that I won't negotiate with. Are you telling me they've never given out a contract that is guaranteed money beyond the first year that wasn't for a quarterback? They've, they've made the exceptions for Cousins, and they will not do it for anybody that is not a quarterback. Wow. It sounds like a Jerry Reinsdorf rule. Oh, it most certainly does. I'm not giving out pitchers. Mi- Minnesota used contract. to be, uh, if you got drafted contract. by Minnesota a long time ago with their old ownership group, it was the worst group to go to. Because hmm. they gave you your contract offer as a rookie that was being drafted, and that was it. Really? There was no negotiating, and every agent knew it. This is what we're going to pay you. This is it. Before things got slotted in 93. Hmm. So the worst team to ever get drafted by is the Minnesota Vikings. Because you're going to get their contract and their contract only, and that's it. So either you wanted to play in the NFL or you didn't want to play in the NFL. So is that why Stephon Diggs wanted out? Or, well, event, or I, I, like, are you Justin, telling me they never guaranteed any money like Adam Thielen? If on you're a player contract? now, every player knows that none of that money is worth anything, that big deal, unless it's guaranteed. Yeah. And if all you plan on only guaranteeing the first year, then you're done. What if they guarantee him You're $60 million in the first year or something? That'd be silly. Well, I mean, that'd be impossible over the yeah, life yeah. of the contract. Yeah. Were well, you going to give him a $50 million signing bonus? And I don't know. A $10 million saying, like, salary what if they in the made, first year? I, that's odd. And I, I don't know why you do anything to alienate Justin Jefferson at this point. Who was it last week? Howard and Skokie, who's a Viking fan, that called and was like throwing out the idea that they'll trade him? I'm like, come on. Could that? You'd be, you'd they be, might. You'd be crazy. Wouldn't they, you? they might trade Probably him. The I best think you would be. in the league. Well, maybe they think they can get it done. Who's there? Jordan Addison? Jordan. Uh, uh, Who's up there? Jordan Addison. Yes. Yeah, Jordan Addison. Yes. Jordan Addison had a nice year. Maybe they think they can get it done with him and Hawkinson. <sighs> man. They didn't have to pay be, Hawkinson $74 million. It'd be ballsy, man, because I think Justin Jefferson is, when he's on the field, he's probably the best guy in the league right now. My that, problem with TJ Hawkinson is every time he catches the ball, he stays on the ground. He's hurt all the time now. Mm. So every time he catches, he just he falls, and now he's got to get off the field. Can't trust him to complete a game anymore. Well, I would think uh, Justin Jefferson, knowing his worth, yeah, is going to is going say to be a problem no for thanks. them. Yeah. Now they still have plenty of control. I mean, they'll have a fifth sure. year. He was a first round pick. They'll have right. a franchise tag. Uh, you know, he might make some waves in this offseason. Well, this will be year four for Justin, or is this going into year five, guys? I don't know. This is the last year of his deal. So this will be the year year five. five, So he's going into year five under the last year of his rookie contract because he was a first rounder, and then they could franchise him if they want. So. That's pretty wild. I didn't realize that Minnesota had never done that for anybody that wasn't a quarterback. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, okay. I don't know what uh, the specific uh, Hawkinson's deal, but that's the last guy they signed to a big contract, don't you think? Yeah, that was they, last year there was no other guaranteed money uh, on that. It's weird. I, I don't yeah, know. Very weird. All right, this is the lunch rush. I repeat, it is not Aki's A list. It is not Muslim music. <laughs> we need some it music, is, I think, with the lunch is, rush. They don't worry about the production. They just worry about giving hot takes to, right. to the, okay. the, the topics that I'm throwing well, out here. We're Next flushing topic. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. night was the NBA All Star game. So you guys touched progress. on it a little bit, but yeah. the hot thing in the streets to do on every radio show and talking head show is to crap on the effort in the game. I'm giving you, I'm not calling you guys older, but you guys are in front of microphones. I'm giving you two gentlemen a chance to either crap or do not crap. On the NBA All-Star Game. Oh, there's another segment. Crap or um, not crap. By the way, like just, just so you know, real quick, and I, 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 we're just starting this. We're just fleshing it yes. out. We're just starting it. I don't know if this is in the rules, Adam. Like, can I go backwards real quick? If you want to. There yeah. is no guaranteed money in TJ Hawkinson's deal. Okay. After last there you year. Go. Okay. So right, I, I don't think I ever realized now. that the Vikings did that. Okay, right. now is that okay, Adam? Is that like yeah, of course, okay. yeah, yeah. Now I, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and crap on uh, the effort of the players. All-Star games are, Yurko has said this for years, 
They are, they serve one purpose right. and one purpose only. They are there for the corporate sponsors. Yep. That and are rights tied holders. with the league. Yes. Rights holders. I think they're there for kids too. Like let's be um, like like Dave even said. Dave Zetterman said his kids were super into it. Okay. Like they're there for kids. Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. So it really serves two purposes. You are doing a sort of red carpet event as a thank you to your sponsors and your partners, your rights holders. And their families and their children. Their families and their children. And their children. Yes. That's exactly right. And maybe to kids. I don't get too wrapped up in what it looks like. You guys know I love the NBA. I didn't watch any of the All-Star game. I did watch some of the festivities from Saturday. I didn't watch any of the All-Star game. I don't care what it looks like. I am continually surprised at the outrage of it all. Like Adam Silver's outrage to the effort. I don't. uh, Why do you care? What are you trying to fix exactly? I do not get it. It's an an exhibition. Any hand wringing or like extra thought or effort that goes into quote unquote fixing an all-star game is a complete waste of time and energy it serves its purpose as is nba NBA basketball to me is special in the playoffs and last year i think you saw that during the playoffs how special nba basketball could be get through your regular season i don't care about your all-star game give me the nba playoffs when basketball is truly special it's fantastic in the playoffs it's Get rid of all your crappy teams, all your garbage games. Give me to the playoffs. That's when I like the NBA. Thank you. Adam had a good idea. Maybe they'll talk about it on their show tonight, too. What the NBA should have done coming out of the Super Bowl weekend is instead of have your stupid all-star game, who cares? Do a rivalry, do a, do a weekend. rivalry weekend. Rivalry weekend. You know, like, Who's Detroit's rival? It was a bad rivalry weekend, though. But like, set it yeah. up like you do Christmas Day, yeah. where you have you know like, I mean. yeah. traditional yeah. rivals. You know what we're talking about. Or just some sexy other. matchups. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like Boston, you can, Lakers. You, you can get it. And, you know, and it's hard when, the seat, when you're scheduling. I get it. It's many months out, and guys Denver, can get hurt. Philadelphia. You, you wouldn't have known that Embiid would be hurt right now. But like a Boston-Philly game... Yeah. Would have been something oh, that... Another Lakers-Warriors game would have been great that was great sure. three weeks ago. A Boston-Knicks game would have been good. Like, yeah, I don't anything, know, like, yeah. do that. I'd, would have been great. But but to to spend time and energy for Adam Silver to be upset, I, I, I don't understand. What do you think you're going to get out of this event? One of his exactly. corporate overlords must have complained. All right, so now that we're done crapping on it or not crapping on it... I don't even think we're crapping ra- on it. I mean, I think... your favorite all-star festivities... Whether it's the Home Run Derby, home run the derby. NHL uh, skills, the uh, the dunk competition, the three-point. Give me a definitive ranking of what's your favorite to your least favorite. Home Run Derby is my favorite, followed by the three-point contest, followed by NHL skills competition, followed by dunk contest. Is that all of them? I mean the Pro Bowl. I don't even. I don't, no, I don't. Think no, the Pro Bowl dodge skill or whatever. Like it they got Dan Orlovsky throwing at moving golf carts with targets. On. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, that would be my ranking. I don't. Um, know I, my ranking would uh, reflect Carmen's rankings because if I truly had to rank them, 
You would have be one. nothing, 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 and nothing. It's all garbage. All right, that's fine. It's all, it's all garbage. <laughs> but I mean, I'm assuming the corporate sponsors were happy from the weekend, and their families were happy. Yeah, because the entire court was lit up like a Green Mountain Dew can. I gotta say that was starry. Cool. Did you guys starry. think that was cool? Or was, it, was it cool or was that yeah. cheesy? For Saturday night, it was fine. Yeah. I thought Saturday night looked yeah. good. Yeah. I would agree. But I like the problem good. with Saturday night is no one. People are not creative, and when you have to pull a little a short guy out of the G League to come dunk for for everyone's entertainment, like it, it's just stupid. So just put that first. Yes. Like I don't think people would complain about how lame the dunk contest is if that's the opener for the evening. The three point contest is the main show. That's yes. what everyone enjoys. That's the show. Let them do like it's where they place it. It's when you have all this great stuff early in the night. And then at the end of the night, you have a bunch of jerks trying to pull off the rules. They had 90 seconds. Carmen, in the rules in the dunk contest, you had 90 seconds to pull off the dunk. And if your timer ran out, you got one more attempt. Like, are yeah, you kidding me? Point? Like, what? what is this? What's the point? And exactly. all it is, is is jumping over people. And the it's two, just stupid. And like you said, the two best guys in it were G League players. Which, o- Obi Toppin's which brother is lame. and Mac McClung are the two best guys in it. I'm sorry. If you can't find guys in the league who actually play in NBA games, don't do it. I... That's what YouTube's for. Is go watch yes. Max McClung or whatever his Mac, name is. Mac mm-hmm. McClung. Well, who cares? His like, YouTube highlights are great. You're right. Go they're showing that. up graphics. Oh, the uh, the only other guys in NBA history to repeat as dunk yeah, champions, Michael. And they're like going through. The, he's never played in an NBA game. Nor it will is he. idiotic. <laughs> it's crazy. He's won back to back. Most people don't even know it is. So I don't know. To me, there's like too much hand wringing over it. I don't know why he's so. I mean, Adam Silver's a bright guy. Uh, it's his league, but I mean. He's he's so wrapped up in like how we make this more competitive. I, I really don't know that there's a way. I don't know that anybody mm-hmm. cares. And I think the corporate par- partners are probably mostly happy anyway. When it's in your city, you know, maybe it's an event you tune into a little bit more because it's in your hometown. Other than that, I just I, I don't I don't understand why anybody would get too wrapped up into like oh we have to fix this. It doesn't make sense. All right, and to wrap up the lunch rush, it is not Aki's A list or Abdallah's A list. It is not Muslim Musings. It is the lunch rush. The lunch you guys rush. talked about it uh, a little bit at the beginning. It is President's Day. Happy yes. President's Day to all the, the presidents and former presidents out there that are listening. Um, and the vice president. I hate not all of them. I hate. Mount Rushmore season. Mm. I feel like it is lame. I feel like it is uh, it's something we do in the summer to get by. However, I feel like when it is appropriate Today. right now, because there are actual presidents involved, mm-hmm. uh, Morgan Freeman did play the vice president in London, London has fallen. London has fallen. He was the CIA agent and the CIA head of the CIA in the other movie you guys mentioned. Thank you. Give right. me your Mount Rushmore of fake presidents. Okay. You can only pick four because that's how Mount Rushmore's four. work. Fake presidents. Uh, okay, hold on. Um, because Mount Rushmore's involved presidents and not Thomas J. Whitmore horses. is Bill Pullman's name. Thomas J. Thomas Whitmore. J. I would have never remembered that. And it's yeah. Independence Day. We've seen it a billion times. Thank our guy Travis Miller for that one. Thanks, Travis. Travis Miller from KC? Right? Yes. Yes. Out of Kansas City. Yes. All right. Um, top okay. four. I'm going. You got it, Yerk? I mean, I, I'm thinking real quick. Um, well, let, let, my I don't number need one. Names. You can just say like the yeah, guy from that. My like, number one president of all time is Morgan Freeman. Yeah, he'd be on my Mount Rushmore as well. He is number one on my list. Morgan Freeman. Two would be Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman from Independence Day. Three is our guy from Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. 
And then I'm going with Jack Nicholson in Mars Attacks. Okay. That would be my four. And wow, if you've never no love for the West Wing. I never really was into the West Wing, so maybe shame on me. I think okay. that show was, was great. In the, in the movie Don't Look Up. Yes, she's awesome. Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep she's would great. make my list at number four in the she's, movie Don't Look Up. The dumbest great. movie I've probably ever seen. <laughs> but she's but awesome. But I made the commitment to finish it to the end. Yeah. I made the commitment. I go, this sucks. She's awesome in it. But yeah. I'm going to make the commitment to make it to the end. Yes. Yeah. And the way she did her son at the end. Awesome. And just had him get. Wow, yes. I don't want to ruin it. Don't what did she do it. to him? I don't, wanna, don't I ruin don't, it. I'm not going to ruin it. Danny already got yeah. mad at us again yeah. upstairs. There's another segment coming That's up. That's a good call. Meryl Streep in uh, Don't Look Up is a good call. I'll go with I Jack. Mars Attacks yeah. is is hilarious yeah. if you like just complete oddball, silly Tim Burton stuff. And now I'm mad. The, the president in Some of All Fears was pretty good, too. He was in L.A. Confidential. Two. Uh, what did you say? Bullworth. Bullworth is a good one. Yeah. Bullworth's a good movie. You guys are missing uh, the president from uh, 24. Oh, president Palmer. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's, He's that's, outstanding. Yeah, he was great, right? Yeah. That was a show that I kind of like, I was never totally yeah. committed to either, but yeah. people loved that. And, like Everybody I, said I was he was great. awesome in it. If I was a Kiefer Sutherland fan, I might have stuck around for that, but... Yeah. Not me. I'm yeah, not no There's others out there that are phenomenal. What about Donald? Donald? Do you like Donald? I just Donald? can't instantaneously. All right, there you go. Down. That's like, a pretty good list, I think, though. We hit on some good uh, Morgan ones Freeman's there. God. Yes, he right? is. Yes, he is. He played God. He, I mean, Morgan Freeman's done everything. Yes, he has. This guy's mm-hmm. played every single... He probably the senator in a movie we don't even know about. The president, the vice president, and God. That's uh, And the head of the CIA. And the head of the and CIA. And head of the CIA. I mean, that's pretty good. It's a hell of a four-pack. Yeah. All right. Three ones. I like one truck. that off? Not many. What well, did he ever play Jesus in a movie? All uh, guess who did? He played God. He played. I said that. He said yeah. he played God, not oh, Jesus. He played God. Well, either way, one of the three. Close enough. I mean, they're related, from what I hear. Yes. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is the number. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting. Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN One Thousand. One other NBA thing I was thinking about over the weekend. I am, you know me, I am not a LeBron hater at all. Right, you, I, like, you I, like LeBron. I think You're LeBron a has been a, a treat to watch as a basketball fan. I sure. think he's the second best player of all time after Michael. Right. Happy birthday to Michael, by the way, this weekend. Michael. Oh. But did Michael turn 61, right? I think 61 on I Saturday. I believe so, yeah. It's Michael's birthday. Um, I, I think LeBron's greatness is pretty evident. But boy... And I have been for a while. Like, yeah, I just I'm done with the LeBron drama about where he might go, what he might do. Uh, you know, I just wake me up. You know, it's not going to be Chicago, so I it doesn't really matter. Wake me up. In 2010, I was pretty invested and interested. Like, was there a chance he was going to come here? Probably not. But that that was the time to be into it. I, I've had enough of the drama. You know, and will he do a retirement tour or not? Of course he will. Uh, LeBron, I think, likes the spotlight a lot. The, the rocking chairs. He's ready to collect on his rocking chairs. And that's chairs. fine. When you're as great as he's been, like, you know, okay. But I don't need any of it. I don't get wrapped up in it. I don't really care. My advice to you, don't let it stress you out. Just don't even pay attention to it. He'll be on a roster somewhere next year. Watch that team play. Well, he could be with the Lakers if he wants to be, right? Of course he could be. He's the guy that's got to opt out. Of course. It's like, the you know, I don't need any of the drama, but I know how to tune it out at this point. That would be my advice for people that get all riled up, because people do, Yerk, that get all riled up. Like, we've seen this before. 
Don't let it bother you. Yeah. This one, they want to rank the players that people here in Chicago get a little bit disheartened. And then you just can go 9-1, to one, you know, defensive, uh, all NBA defensive team, 9-1. to one. LeBron was only on one, one all defensive team? I believe so. Wow. That I believe surprises it was. Nine me. 9-1. to one. I believe the it nine was. Nine sounds right for Michael. Right. Nine for Michael. I think it's one for, uh, no, no, it could be uh, scoring titles. Jordan's got 10. That right, yeah, and I think LeBron's got LeBron has once. LeBron led the league in scoring only once. Okay, so that's the one. That's maybe 10 to that's one. what it is. Uh, defense is nine to six. Then okay, that, so that sounds more about right. I was going to say LeBron to had yeah. to be on the all defense. I got team you one. nine to six. Gotcha. But there's a bunch of stuff that he leads in, like thirty point games. I told you that he's played four hundred more games. LeBron has, of course, well, and Jordan right, yeah. still leads him in thirty point games. You said that Jordan averaged thirty points in his mm-hmm. career, and I say he most certainly did. Yes, yes he did. I concur. I agree with you. Yes, he did. And, of course, how many NBA titles? Six. To how many? Four. Okay. The one that LeBron is always going to, I think, regret, if he has any. He's accomplished a lot. Maybe he doesn't. But the one he'll always regret was that first one in Miami when they lost to the Mavs. That's a bad one. It was a bad look, just even the way they finished that series and the way LeBron played in those last couple of games. You know, like... You in the knock is always well. He's went to ten, and he's only you know he's lost six of them. One of them, he, they really had no business even being there. I mean, he was like kid still, and he dragged a, a very mediocre Cavs team to mm-hmm. the finals. They sure. lost to Tim Duncan and the Spurs, right? You know, he really had no business even being there. Uh, so you know that one, you maybe give him, you cut him a little slack. But the one against the Mavs, it'll always be a bad look, York. And you know that fifth title would have. You know, it would have meant a lot. He would have had as many as Kobe. He would have been one shy of Michael, you know. And I think that's the one that if you loaded him up with the truth serum, he'll probably him. tell you. That'll like, that him. one's got to bother him, you know. Some of the Golden State ones, I don't even know. Like, that first year, uh, didn't Kyrie and Kevin Love both get injured in that series? By the end, they weren't even playing, right? Like, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's that that one that's going to hang over him is that that Dallas loss. Yeah. Shouldn't have lost that one. And again, but... He'll anyway. be there. He'll be all over the place. If he decides to retire, that's it. That's what you got, I don't right? I think he's going to. Does little Brody oh. get drafted in oh, the I second round? I, I don't know. I, I don't pay close enough attention. I, yeah, I don't know whether he's a good player. I or he don't a good know. Player. I don't think he's going to be drafted this summer. At least I don't think so. Not from anything I've heard or seen. Let's say hi to Eric in Michigan City on ESPN 1000. What's going on, Eric? Hey, hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing well. Um, I have a solution. Let's put our Ryan Poles hat. Let's pretend we're Ryan Poles for a minute. You you draft Caleb Williams number one. You keep Justin and let let number one sit behind him and push him for the next two years and see what Justin's got. If it works out, great. You trade Caleb Williams, get something for him. If it doesn't work out, you still get to keep your job and move on to Caleb, Caleb Bloom's your pick. Yeah. Justin wasn't your pick. I think that's yeah. That I, keeps I, I, his I, job I, and solves a lot of issues for them. Yeah. I don't think so, Eric. I don't see it happening. I really don't. Thank you for the call, but I just don't see it happening. I mean, at that point, you're unloading one of the two midway through the season when somebody's got quarterback troubles, and then you make them trade for one of your two quarterbacks. Don't you? I mean, that would be if that's the play. Yeah, if but you it's certainly not hold on to him for another year. No, or not for two years. No. Your, your 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 deal then is quarterbacks going down, teams thinking they still had a chance. 
Yeah, and then moving your quarterback to that team that still thinks she has a chance. I think you're. I think you're. You're asking for a very borderline toxic environment uh, with you know doing that to Caleb Williams with the way Justin Fields is viewed within that franchise. You're not doing Caleb any favors. Just none of that makes sense. I'm sorry. It's not like drafting a quarterback later and having him sit and learn behind someone like Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre the way Green Bay's done it. It's just not the same thing. I, I just that scenario to me. Yeah, I mean, even Joe Montana and, and, and Steve Young for yeah. the little bit the time bit that they ended up spending together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even that, everybody you, knew at some point it's right. going to be Steve Young's team. Right. But you had, a great, you had an all-time right. great quarterback that that young right. quarterback was waiting behind. Right. The Bears don't have that situation. Right. I no, just that's, think that's not a, that situation at all. They just don't have it. They don't yeah. have the luxury of doing something like that. And I think it would just create a very odd and uncomfortable work environment up there. So don't, don't anticipate that happening. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Tom Ricketts met the media earlier today out in Arizona. We'll talk to Jesse tomorrow. We want to play some of this sound for you. Ricketts tried to provide an update on what's happening with Cody Bellinger. If anything at all, it sure doesn't sound like it. Here was Tom Ricketts, the owner of the Cubs, earlier this morning. Well, I mean, first of all, it's the, um, I mean, there has been some discussions, but just it hasn't become a negotiation yet. So, and until they're, you know, ready to really negotiate, then there's not much we can do. And I I don't think, um, and I don't tell Jed what to do, and I don't, but uh, but I, I also imagine, like, you just have to wait for when it gets serious before you start talking about, like, you know, what the end of the money amounts are. But um, so we'll just see where it goes. So he said it's just a discussion, but not even a negotiation until puts it on Boris, you know, until their side's ready to negotiate. You know, there's there's nothing happening here. He talked about the budget. Listen to this. Yeah, I don't get into that. And basically they, the, the budget is determined, you know, as as we, you know, boil out the expenses effectively. So it's not like we say, okay, now we're going to, you know, uh, you know, we're going to spend a bunch of go for it or championship window. We're trying to be consistent. I mean, the goal is to be one of the teams that is always trying to win the division, and um, and every year has that opportunity. And and so we try, I try to look at the budget much more consistently than you know than let's just go for it one year. The marquee thing hasn't worked out the way they thought, right? That seems obvious. Yeah. The cash that they thought they'd have on hand yeah. by going that direction and leaving the direction they were in. Has I don't know what the words are failed miserably. Can anybody reasonably? Here's the thing about baseball, right? Let's hear it. Here we go. You're going to tell me. As good as the Dodgers have been, and they've been very good for a decade. Yes. How many World Series do they have? One. So you can't necessarily so buy right. it's, a World it, Series. You can buy playoff appearances. Yes. But you can't buy World Series. Correct. you got to earn you that. You can buy playoff seasons. Yes. You can't really buy World Series. So can the Cubs operate like that? Can other teams operate like that and expect to be competitive and win? I, I suppose it feels like nobody in this sport is really going to compete with the Dodgers in terms of where the big free agents are going to go and wh- like who's going to spend the most money, right? Well, the Mets spent the most money the last Mets, year. 
The New York Yankees spent the most the Yankees. money last year. The, the usual suspects. San Mets, Diego. Yankees. San Diego, they're cutting now back. Now they're trying to get out of it. Texas. Like they traded Juan Soto. They're right. cutting back. Texas, Philadelphia, then the Dodgers at $240 million. You'll find the Chicago Cubs at $188 million. Almost $189 million. And that's above the league average of 165. And the White Sox are the team below oh, it at 162 of the worst spent dollars in the history of man. Yes, correct. Yeah. Does it annoy Cub fans? Or are you okay with it? Because in baseball, if you do build a somewhat consistent performer that can get to the postseason, really we know in that sport more than any other you've got a chance. There, there's really nothing else like it. The NBA is the most predictable Football is probably pretty close. The great quarterbacks are the guys that make the deep playoff runs. Hockey can be a little goofy from time to time, from series to series. But generally speaking, you know, the teams that you kind of expect to be there at the end are probably going to be there, right? Every once in a while, like Montreal popped a weird year a couple of years yeah. ago. That was a little strange. But, like, generally speaking, the teams that you'd expect, baseball's the one where it's like the Arizona Diamondbacks can go to the World Series. Who the hell knows? Who got the best bang for their buck last year per dollar the spent? Best bang for I would I would guess the Orioles. Baltimore Orioles, yeah. yes, seventy one million dollars, yeah. six twenty three winning percentage. Wow! And then the Tampa Bay Rays, six yeah, eleven winning sense. percentage. They spent seventy nine million dollars. Makes sense. So those are your two teams that are down low. That I would um, guess the Marlins. The Marlins well was at one hundred and five right? million. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, Diamondbacks were one hundred nineteen million. Yeah. So those are two teams with pretty good winning percentage. Then the Brewers and the Mariners and the Minnesota Twins. All under league average, but the Twins are at least spending $156 million. Right. Uh, the Seattle Mariners, 127 I know nobody's going to remember that. The Milwaukee Brewers, $125 million. Mm. Uh, you're doing pretty good work there for $125 yes, you million. Are. Yes, you are. So, like, are Cub fans annoyed by this rhetoric again where it's like, well, I, we don't talk about the budget, but it sure seems like there's not the kind of money that you thought was going to be available to you or to the, to the ownership group to be able to be a big-time player in free agency. They've done very little. Uh, I mean, what could Boris be asking for at this point that is so off-putting? I mean, I'm, I'm, I wonder, like, well, how right, far to apart... Defend, to de- defend Jed Hoyer, which I don't normally do, but to defend them. They've made an offer, and they have not been able to get a better offer anywhere else. I know, I know. Cubs. So it kind of makes you feel like... So what? <laughs> he's still unsigned. Like, why would you... What Scott Boris is now done, and what he's done over the course of a lifetime, is he's gotten his guys paid. Yeah. And he tells them to be patient. Be patient. Don't worry. We will not blink over on this side. And the Cubs are telling you they're not going to blink on their side. And well, that's and why you get the inkling that the Co- Cody Bellinger will not be a Chicago Cub this week, this year. Jesse has told yeah, us that, Jesse's basically. That. that Tampa, uh, uh, excuse me, Toronto's going to be too desperate at some point. They know they need him. Yeah. But, but uh, Cactus League games, Grapefruit League games start this weekend, for yes. crying out loud. Yes, they do. We've got a game on the air Friday, Friday at 2. But we'll the be off season an hour early. doesn't start until the end of March. I know, right? I know. We got six weeks still, or five weeks. We got five weeks to the start of the season, but it's uh, I like what, and, and I guess you're right. Like if you're if you're the Cubs, you've made your offer, and he's nowhere, right? So why are you upping your offer right now if you're the Cubs? They're not. You're not. They're not. They've made their offer, 
and he can accept it, or he can go get himself a different offer, and that's what they're waiting for. And Scott Boris, is, he'll preach patience to all his guys. Gentlemen, we don't have to go anywhere. And then one of the dominoes will fall for him, Boris, and he'll get one of his guys signed, and that usually starts to trigger a little bit, you know, a little rumbling. Mm-hmm. Well, one rock starts to fall, then a couple more rocks, and then yeah. you got yourself a landslide. Now, it may not be with the Cubs. Cubs might stand their ground on principle because that's what they like to do. Like, it'll never happen with my team. Ever. Yeah. Like, they'll never play with the big boys. The best bet we can have is that the White Sox pleasantly surprised this year. And if they can get into the mid-70s in victories, I think people would consider it a miraculous season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here's what's frustrating, though, if you're a Sox fan. Like, you know they're never going to jump in. The Cubs have shown a sort of reluctance to do it as well. Now, certainly they do it at a rate much higher uh, and much more commensurate with what you'd expect for a big market team in Chicago than their crosstown rivals in the White Sox. But, like, my team will never do it. Jerry laughs at the notion that they'll be in on Shohei. He would do the same thing if you asked him about Juan Soto. Why wouldn't you be in on Juan Soto next year? Juan Soto's going to be, what, 25 going into free agency? 26? Right? Yeah. If you're the Cubs, like, why wouldn't you be angry that you're... T- if you're a Cub fan, like, why wouldn't you be angry if your team was not in on it? Why wouldn't the White Sox ever be on- in on it? He's asking for a billion dollars in taxpayer money. Oh, he is, Carmen. That, that, yeah, you, that you can that. do. Yeah. Well, you know, no, Jer- Jer- no new additional taxes, oh, sure, though, Carmen. Of course not. No new, no, no, no new additional taxes. Yeah. Just more of the taxes that you already have. Right. Yeah. So Jerry's more than happy and finds it reasonable to say, no, we're going to, we'll want a billion dollars of your tax money. It's not new tax money, but it's still your tax money. Yeah. We want a billion dollars of it, but no, we won't sign Shohei Otani. Anyone. He laughed. Yeah. He chuckled. He, oh no, no, we won't sign. We won't sign Juan. They won't, we won't sign Juan Soto. Juan Soto is going to play his age 25 season. He's going to be a free agent. He turns 26 year ago in October. Yep. He'll play that first year after he signs his big deal as a 26-year-old. And he's got a slash line at, at his age that almost looks like Ted Williams. Not the batting average, obviously, because Ted Williams' batting average was insane. But the, uh, the OPS, the on-base percentage, the OPS, the slug, it looks like Ted Williams. Yep. And, and you're, the owner of the, the White Sox will ask for a billion dollars. I don't know how he does it with a straight face, to be honest. I don't know how he can He's laugh done it before. openly yeah. at the idea that they'd be in on Shohei and then with a straight face be like, but we want a billion for our new stadium. Edward, it's really don't, amazing. Don't forget about that symposium he was on where all he said was, you have to give him the illusion there's victory. It might be there. That you could be competitive. That's it. That's all well, you is, want. Is, is he a is the illusion uh, a guy or what? I mean, I, how about has be, beating, the, beating the Bears to the punch on this? Yeah. Boy, don't mess with Jerry, huh? No, I want my Jesus. tax dollars. Holy cow. Yeah. My plan will go through first. Holy oh, cow. Yeah. He's talking to the mayor of Nashville. The minute he found out that the Bears are getting ready to You remember to the phone call we here. got? You oh, remember I the know. phone call we got from one of the guys that was a partner with Jerry Reinsdorf? Unbelievable. So basically, he, told the, he basically told you and me that we're stupid. And know, all that matters is that Jerry Reinsdorf makes money for his puck. It doesn't cease to be annoying and obnoxious as a White Sox. Fan. And none of the ownership, none of them care whether they win or not. As long as they keep lining their pockets, they're a happy group. So, I, And now it'll continue to be lined with taxpayer dollars. 
A billion. A yeah. billion dollars. Oh, yeah. oh, no, it's not a new tax, though. No. It's an existing tax. No, no. Do you see how little of the bond, how little of the principal, I was reading that Cranes article, how little of the principal of Soldier Field has actually been paid down? Did you see that number? In Crane's business? Yeah. I have not. The, 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 it's basically they've paid just the interest for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. They've barely paid any of the principal down. And those bonds are set to expire like in five or six years. How are they going to pay for all of that? I don't know. It's above my pay grade. It's stuff I, yeah. I wouldn't even pretend to know sometimes what I'm reading well, when they, I get it's into It's like these the reverse stories. tax. But the, <laughs> they just pay the interest. They never pay off the principal, which then falls to who? Yurk, I don't know. I'm not kidding. Like Whatever they borrowed... Was like, let's say it was three ninety five. They've got like three eighty six of it left. Who, like, come, who comes up for the shortfall? Uh, we do. <laughs> is that the like way it works? They basically paid none of the principal down. But on is that, that the way it I works? Guess. It's that unique financing. I don't know. Remember all but, the millions of dollars boy, that have been brought uh, to the city, though. Uh, that line of crap and garbage that I uh, hear all the time. Oh, but it's got such an economic impact on the city. Not. Yeah, well, and that's what they're saying about the not. new Sox Park, too. Yeah. They're going to say the same thing. Yeah. But none of it, like, where is the benefit? Where is the benefit for your fans? And a new stadium would be great. I, I, it looks awesome. Fine. A little bit closer, it's, you know, to the loop. Like, where is the benefit to your fans when your owner, like, has the nerve to laugh at the idea that you'd ever sign a free agent of, of any worth and, and the, at the same time ask for a billion dollars in the tax old Comiskey money. Park, a billion The dollars. old Comiskey Park faced north. I can't get over it. Right? The old Comiskey Park foul line, the third base foul line went from south to north, right? The old, the old park, Comiskey. Yes, because yes. The, the plate was across the street yes. on, the, on north of right. she, uh, 35th facing Street. Facing downtown. Yes. Facing your skyline, right? Yeah, you couldn't really see it. When they built the new one, why did they face it toward the Robert Taylor homes? I don't know. I'm assuming it had... I don't know. I really don't have an answer. I assume it had to do with nothing. I just assume that's the way they decided they wanted to do it. Instead of putting it the way they should have put it. Because it's across the street, and it just sort of goes the other way. They should have opened it up where the third baseline was going northwest. Yeah. The, the, The right field line was going northeast. And then you opened it up to the views of the city, period. Well, they're out in the perimeter. Yeah. Why didn't they do that? Oh, well, they did a lot wrong, you know. They did a lot wrong with that park. Uh, it's And now they want a new one. And now you want a new one with the billion 30 dollars. 30 years old, right? 30, years, 30 old? years old? 30 years old. Was that place ancient? But no. Is that place decrepit? No, decrepit? it's actually a great place to see a game. Right. But, but and again, like, you're, it, it just, it doesn't, does it sit well with anybody? I don't know how it can. Yeah, sure, if you've got a, a, a minority stake in the White Sox, I'm sure you're thrilled to death, but... It doesn't do a lot of good for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly doesn't do a lot of good for the fans of that team. Uh, what do you mean? You don't want to pay $20 a beer? Come on. Like, that, they wouldn't even consider going after Juan Soto. It's like, well, why wouldn't you? And I'll deal with the last couple of years of that when you're overpaying him when he's 35, 36, and 37 because he's going to be 26. They should have done it with Harper, which I begged them to do. They never did. Look at the way that's returned, you know, dividends for the Phillies. They should have done it with Machado. They went half-assed into that one. I'm sorry. I dragged us off of Bellinger and the no, Cubs that's to the White fine. Sox. No, but no, it's just it's fine, though. It you is, weren't here. You weren't here. It's cringeworthy. That. When they wanted a billion. Just a billion, though. 
It's just okay, a billion, right? Yeah. It's only a billion bucks. And then I'd love to ask at the press conference, would you be in on Juan Soto next year? <laughs> <laughs> well, you chuckling. You know, we just have to look competitive. It's just a That's kick all. in the balls. It's one it's one swift kick in the nuts. Yeah, if you're a White Sox fan, you're probably used to that. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Yurko, uh, former colleague and friend of the show, Mike Murphy, said the reason they faced the park that way is because Jerry wanted the gate to be on the same side as the old gate. You know, because the old park, like you're, you're right, it faced north because yeah. the, the plate was across the street. Right, so it was right. on the north east corner of Shields and 35th. So he wanted, uh, so it's going the other way because he wanted the gate. It's just all silly. You know, and Jerry thought, thanks for listening and texting Murph. Jerry thought yeah. that he was building like the park of the future. Camden Yards opened like yeah. two years later and, and it, it wasn't. Was, yeah, it was a retro park and it looked fantastic. Yeah. And Jerry built a cookie cutter. Yes. You know, and he thought he was being innovative, and he wasn't. And but like, it, it, it looked like Veteran Stadium in Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah, that, yes. that, it's not right. It's not cutting edge. The new park renderings look cool. I, I, you know, the, where they get the money, you know, you know, and they'll try to spin you know it as where. no new. Yeah, they will. You know where they'll, they'll spin it as well. It's not a new tax; it's an existing yeah. tax. It still hits. You know, he'll be there side by yeah. side. It'll be the governor. It'll be the mayor. Whoever the mayor is. Yep. Whenever this plan is approved, yeah. you know, it's going to be there. Yeah. Both be there, shaking hands, patting each other on the back, tell, telling each other. Oh, and the Cook County Commissioner will be there, yeah. too. Preckwinkle. They'll all be there slapping each other on the back, telling each other how wonderful they are and how tremendous it is for the city of Chicago. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're trying to find something else to tax. What else are they going to tax? Light bulb who, tax. Who, who, you got a light bulb in your house. <laughs> we want more money. Light bulb tax. All right, who's your player of the weekend? Let's talk about our players of the weekend with no NFL. Where did you turn, my friend? It was easy for me. I went to the Genesis out in Los Angeles, Riviera Country Club. He shot a 62, Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. 62. He lapped the field. He went from minus 8 to minus 17, winning the event by 3. That's awesome. Meanwhile, Will Zalatoris and Patrick Cantley and the rest could not stick around and compete for the big championship. Hold it under the pressure. There you go. Who are you going with, Abdallah? Uh, I'm going to go to the EPL and uh, Mohamed Salah for Liverpool coming back after being out for, well, he wasn't out for a month. He was injured for about three games. He had international duties the three games before mm. that. But coming in, scoring a goal for Liverpool because my team faced Chelsea. And Chelsea's not good, but they could only manage a draw. And okay. that sucked. And that sucked. All right. So Abdal's going EPL action. Black, what are you thinking? I'll give it to the uh, three-point champion and the MVP from the All-Star game, Damian Lillard. Okay. He had a good weekend. Dame did have a good weekend, right? He's hitting shots from yeah. uh, three from uh, midcourt. I mean, you know. Well, and he, he won the best competition of the weekend, yes, which is the three-point shootout. So yes, that was he fun. Did. All right. So there you go. I'm going to go with, uh, can I give it to a player who didn't play, who's retired? Is that is that allowable? Do in whatever the rules? you like. You can give it to whoever player, you want. Man. It yeah. was a it was Who's a celebratory player? weekend in Pittsburgh. They were honoring Yarmir Yager or Jeremir Jagir, as we like to call him. That's right, Yarmir Yager. You know where Yarmir Yager finished his career in terms of uh, points in the history of the NHL? Second, second all time behind the great Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, uh, one thousand. 733 games played, 1,090, I'm sorry, 1,921 career points, almost 2,000 career points 
For Yarimir Yager, he led the league in goals three times in his career. He led the league in scoring five times in his brilliant career. He played forever. But the best part, did you hear this at his, uh, during his speech as he was thanking the crowd in Pittsburgh? No. Now, remember, he played until he was 45. Yager played in the NHL when he was a 45-year-old. Yes. He finished with the Calgary Flames. He is now 52 years old, Yurko, and this was Yarimir Yager. I want to say thanks to Dominica, my girlfriend. Uh, she's too young to remember I played in Pittsburgh, but I... <laughs> That's the line of the weekend. Uh, and she looked young, and she looked a little embarrassed, yeah. too. She's 29. She's, I mean, it was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. Good for Yager. I thought that was a pretty but great he played moment. In Pittsburgh for a long, from 1990 through it, like his, his last year in something. His last year in Pittsburgh was 01, Yerk. Yeah. It was. It was, an, it was an 01. That's 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. He's been out of, I mean, think about how long he's been gone from Pittsburgh, but. That was pretty good. Did you watch any of the stadium series stuff? I mean, they played two hockey games in MetLife. Yeah. The other cool thing I will say, I'll give the Flyers credit. Saturday, did you see how they got off the bus? No. The Flyers got off the bus for the game in New York. Running? Dressed as Rocky. Running with the, 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 the sweatsuit on, with the towel. Around the, everything. the, the hat. They the all, hat. They had the gray it all. Sweats, it, all the, the gray, gray sweats. sweats with the towel tucked in. Like black Chuck Taylors. And the black Chuck Taylors. They all wore it. They got off the bus running, Adam, as Rocky, dressed like that. It was really pretty cool, actually. I thought that was a great move by the Flyers. The video of it is great. You should check it out online. So there are players of the weekend. Sit tight. We'll grab some calls coming up. We still got a half hour before crosstalk. Courtney's in for Sylvie today, so we'll crosstalk with Courtney and Waddle a little bit later on. Black and Abdallah tonight until 8. We're back in two minutes.